Good evening on this beautiful September 4th, 2015. As I go back to obeying the Lord from what He gave me back on September 27th, 2013, He's given me a question uh, of prayer with a verse in Deuteronomy 24. This is at 14, but I think contextually, um, let me take it actually consider 12 through 22 press not the poor servant under your watch I'm going to try not to make this a ser- um, sermon but let me just read verse 14 the initial one thou shalt not oppress an hired servant that is poor and needy whether he be of the brethren or of thy strangers that are in the land look around our nation now or even study uh, the old uh Testament and in the New Testament and you see a lot of uh, of the worldly rulers that were put into uh, into power by the Lord God for the chastening of God's people you know whenever we stray from God it's just like any good parent you know there has to be a form of discipline or punishment uh, and I'm not saying Beating people to the point of death, beating children, and all of that, obviously. But there does need to be a chastening. And in some cases, that's a spanking, so to speak. Obviously, God's spankings are a lot different. But when we look at the, um, what's the first thing, or almost the first thing, that the, the rulers, the wealthy rulers of those ungodly nations, would do. First thing they went for was the treasury. And back then, in Old Testament times, and in early New Testament times, uh, the treasury was in the church. Now we know it's in secular locations in the bank. Once they got control of that, then they had control of everything. You remember even the first world empire, which was Egypt. Um, and remember, all these world rulers were all, they were all children of Satan. Uh, that yes, they were used by God as a form of punishment. God has always been and will always be in control. But when those leaders oppress, the one that gets hurt most is the poor. And but actually, the poor is a blessing because when the Lord Jesus him uh, came down, God came down, it came basically the ones that received the most was the poor, the rich. You know, pretty much cursed at them. You know, refused to believe them. Now there were some wealthy individuals. You, know, obviously Joseph, uh, Mary's husband, uh, and Jesus' earthly daddy was extremely wealthy, uh, as well as Joseph of Arimathea, who used his own untouched tomb to bury our Lord for those three days. Uh, to this day, it's still you won't find his body because he's not there. He was resur- he resurrected himself, uh, and even Nicodemus. Pharisees were extremely wealthy, and you notice how they always repressed. They always made up some new taxes. Duh! Jump forward to 2015. What are we doing today? Look around us. They keep the you know. They even say, well, we'll give you fifteen dollars an hour out there. But look at they're getting the money back on everything else. Fifteen dollars an hour doesn't pay for a house with a mortgage or even today's rentals. 
uh, unless you live, you know, dozens in a house. You know, and I'm not necessarily saying that's good, but if you're, yeah, that's a bad thing as roommates, but we've all had roommates, referring more older ones, not your young people, obviously. And, you know, if job changes, they have to go, then that leaves no more roommate in one person or whoever's left responsible. You know, point being, all around the oppression report, you don't think every single rich person, they keep their wages low, one, so they can control them. So they don't have to, they can say, well, if you just don't like it, you can quit and go, where? If they really don't have the poor, they lobby the wealthier ones are foolishly bribing the government. Yes, the term is bribery. Some people call it nowadays lobbying. Lobbying and bribery are the same thing. Bribery, they can't use bribery because bribery is actually a felony depending upon the amounts or could be a misdemeanor. So they don't want to use it, but they're still responsible and they will be charged by God on that day unless they repent. You remember um, Zacchaeus. He stole lots of people. He overcharged on the taxes. Obviously, there was no checks and balances. There really aren't any now. They say there is. They're for the uh, wealthy to police those under them to make sure they don't lose no money. But as far as the government, there's really no policing. Uh, there, um, but point being, if you're blessed to have a lot of money, if, are you hoarding it? If you're hoarding it, you're keeping it from somebody who needs it. Nobody in the world needs zillions upon zillions of dollars. No one for themselves. When God blesses us financially, it is never for ourselves. It has never been and it never will be. Israel was blessed with the best land in the world. I love America, but Israel is the center of the world. The apple of God's eyes. That is where he chose to begin his work on this earth. And he will finish his work on this earth. That is at a point, for those of you that may happen to listen to this, after I'm gone, if you're left, do not take that mark of the beast. Because that means you're 100% set, that's set against God. And you want to do everything to please men. You will be given two choices. Take the mark of the beast. Or you die. It could be by beheading. By the Bible. Interpretations on that one. But however. And that may be. I'm not planning on being here. I'm out of here when the trump goes. That's another lesson for another. But if you're what, And if you want to be wealthy. What do you do with the money? God's not, you really think God's going to trust you? Now, He'll let us do whatever He wants, because that's the kind of God He is. But He won't stop us. But He'll warn us. Whether we choose to hear His warnings, that's another thing. Whether we choose to do anything with them, obey Him, that's another one. But we get, we won't be able to stand before Him saying, well, you let me do this. Mm-mm. Let you do it, but I warned you against it. See, that's something that's really, I haven't heard it, but that don't mean 
I haven't been all over this country and all over this world either. Been taught. So if you got a large bank account, you're waiting for it to store up. That means you're trusting in yourself, trusting in men. If you're trusting only in a single paycheck to get by. Now I haven't learned this one myself, I must confess. But I guess this message is more so a lesson for me to remember that as God has given me money, allowed me financially to come through, and you young people that may listen to this, God may get to listen to it somehow. Remember during that transition from when I lost the job to now, uh, that I still tried my best when I was able to still take you out to eat. And I still desire to take you places until he closed the shower door. He told me it was time to go. You also know how much I was against the two, which means and how much I fought against God as long as I could. But I knew I did not want to do that. I had to obey. I still love you kids. Pray for you often. And I want to see you grow in the Lord and the wisdom and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus above everything else. And to be right in the center of His will, which is to know Him. I want each of you to be allowed to hear the Holy Spirit bring to remembrance the little bit He taught. Maybe a lot out there, but I'm just, I wonder sometimes. So, I struggle with that. That's what you remember what he taught. So, you're rich. You're rich for a reason, not for yourself. What are you storing up? You have oppressed the poor. And the baby boom generation, which I'm a part of, I'm just at the, the butt end of it, uh, has been foolish enough to raise the prices on housing to the point that they're unrealistic. They're unbiblical and they're unjust gain. Anybody that foolishly tries to defend, and well, you can't, you won't be able to do it in scripture, period. But those that, uh, attempt to defend the increasing valuation of houses need to get on your knees and repent before the Lord. You're causing the next generation after you to not be able to buy them. So when you die, those houses are probably going to be remain empty. There's actually a scripture in that. Throughout the Old Testament, I believe, almost every Old Testament prophet, I'm not looking at it at the moment. I'm out standing on the side of a lake on the job. Uh, so, again, i just leave you with that. Oppress not the servant that, un- that is under your watch. If you are currently doing it, stop what you are doing. Get along with the Lord. Grab your Bible if you have one. If you don't, I'll be able to assist you in purchasing one as the Lord leaves. But just and get along with the Lord and ask Him to show you where you're at. And in an instant, once you get right with Him, and if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, please do so now. It's almost too late. I plead with you. I beg with you. I weep over you. I don't want anybody to go to hell except Satan he's already going there so I love you and talk to you soon